Consistency in behavior and communication will reinforce trust over time. It will give the person reassurance. Here we go, here we go now. Here we go, here we go, here we go now. Let's get up in this flow. With me, your host, Joe. What is up, my lovelies? Welcome back for another week. Woo! <laughs> another week with me wow it's been an incredible week I hope you all had an incredible week and are going to have an incredible week so today's topic is cultivating trust for genuine connections I'm super excited about this one because trust is a huge value of mine and I'm sure is for a lot of people. A lot of us have trust issues. So we are going to talk about it today, what we can do to build trust despite our traumas to create stronger connections in our relationships, both personally and professionally. So this is going to be a two-part series. So today is part one. Next week will be part two. And you know what? Since trust is so huge, I may even do a part three. Yes, I think the part three will be like the science of trust going into statistics of trust in personal and professional relationships oh yeah i'm excited if y'all excited put it in the comments send me an email let me know and don't forget to leave a review on spotify or apple get those downloads (laughs) y'all so here we go imagine trust as a sturdy bridge. The bridge is built with each act of honesty, vulnerability, and reliability. It stands strong through life's storms and challenges, allowing people to cross from uncertainty to understanding, from isolation to connection. We all want that in our relationships, but it starts with us. We can only control us as an individual. So let's work on it together. Because trust is a critical role as the foundation upon which all strong relationships and connections are built and so how do we start to do that i have a few tips so write this down or just plug it into your memory save this for later come back to it so we can all start to apply these to everyday life or to our relationships and connections where we want to build a stronger 
meaningful and genuine connection with someone, right? So we can be consistent and reliable in our actions and our words. Consistency is key. We can also be honest, admit our mistakes, which means you have to hold yourself accountable. And as hard as that is to do, we have to hold ourselves accountable and admit our mistakes. Everybody is human. It's okay to admit your mistakes. Please don't be shameful to admit your mistakes and make amends when necessary. Because things can be forgiven, but they won't be forgotten. And although things can be forgiven, that doesn't necessarily mean whoever you hurt has to have a connection or a relationship with you. But if you can admit your fault and apologize to make amends, then the relationship can continue because we're building a bridge of trust. (sighs) Yeah, I felt that one. (laughs) And also, listen actively to others, showing empathy and understanding. Don't be distracted by your phones. When someone is happy that you want to build a stronger connection with, whether personally or professionally, is having a conversation with you and they are speaking to you, we need to actively listen. And when y'all are in these situations, I hope you hear my voice in your head. Actively listen. Actively listen. Actively listen. Actively listen. annoy you in the back of your head while you're in a conversation and you pick that phone up. I want you to hear my voice and put that baby down. Whew. Guess y'all see how I feel about this active listening because I see it in society so much and it's a deterrent on building significant connections and relationships genuine relationships it makes it makes you distant which causes isolation so let's get back into it vulnerability and trust are intertwined because to build trust one often needs to open up and be vulnerable as much as you want to have that wall up It's okay to bring it down sometimes because someone's willingness to be vulnerable will lead to a deeper and more authentic connection. Did y'all hear me? I'll repeat it again because someone's willingness to be vulnerable leads to a deeper, more authentic connection. So bring that wall down. And here are a few more tips to 
to get to dive deeper into that, right? So we have to practice self-awareness and I speak of self-awareness every episode. Practice self-awareness to understand your fears and your triggers around vulnerability. Start with small acts of vulnerability. You don't have to dive deep down into the pipe. Just start small and gradually build up to more significant ones. Encourage others to be vulnerable by creating a safe and non-judgmental space. Make the other person feel safe. And once you establish that and you have that vulnerability of that other person, they are giving you trust. You're building that bridge. So honor that. Don't go and tell Betty, Sue, and Michael. Protect that person's vulnerability. We need to have more empathy with with others. And we also need to have consistency and boundaries. This is a good one. I like this one. Consistency in behavior and communication will reinforce trust over time. It will give the person reassurance. And that person will probably reciprocate, giving you reinforcement of their trust. So also we need to set healthy boundaries to maintain trust and ensure self-respect in relationships. Establish clear personal boundaries and communicate them kindly, but firmly. So when you're communicating them, have the other person in mind as you're communicating it and have their feelings in mind and how they will reciprocate this or digest this information, right? So be kind, but set that boundary. And so I recently have had a story with this. I'm building a connection with someone and I realized through self-awareness that something that that other person was doing was triggering me. And I had to set a boundary and say something while I'm in a vulnerable state This cannot be done because it makes me feel this way. Which is going to break the connection and we will no longer be able to build upon that connection. So I had to think of the other person's feelings. I had to think of how to write it out so it's kind, but it's still firm. And it was reciprocated. It was, it was like, okay, I accept it. Let's keep it moving. And that's exactly what we did, right? And 
that person apologized. And but I told him I had to be accountable for myself as well, that you don't have to apologize. This is just what it is. You didn't know. But now you do. So. Yeah. And everything just flows like don't put an expectation on it, on the response or anything like that, because it will pleasantly surprise you that someone will just accept that you have that self-respect for yourself. So. And that boundary can change later on down the road. You know, that may be the boundary for you where you are in your life right now. And it could change. So and when it does change, communicate that to keep building that bridge of trust. So we also want to keep our promises and our commitments. So another relationship, um, I a very important person in my life has a birthday coming up. A few weeks ago, that person already reserved a spot with me <laughs> like, hey, don't do nothing or plan anything for this day. This is my day because it's my birthday and I'm putting in my spot right now. Right. So knowing that and knowing that I honor and I respect this relationship, I'm going to make sure that I don't plug anything in on that day to keep my promise and to keep my commitment to our relationship that I love and cherish and want to keep building on. Because at the end of the day, my beliefs are relationships are what matters. How you make people feel are what matters if I were to go tomorrow, I want to be pleased with the relationships that I have built and established and maintained. And we also want to recognize when others violate our boundaries and address it assertively, but respectfully. So that goes back to that first example that I gave. Now, if this person were to still continue to practice the behavior that I've established I don't like because it's a trigger for me, then they don't respect you. <laughs> and it's like, yo, <laughs> communicate it the first time they violate it. Say, hey, you may not remember, but this doesn't work for me. This is why this doesn't work. Boom. Still be respectful. And you never know how they're going to respond. So don't have expectations on it, but also do not let anyone violate it. And that is it for part one. So make sure that you have your notifications on and you are here next week for part two. Two, again, I am thankful for your most precious gift. And that is your time because it's not promised. And I will see you all next week. Make it an awesome week because you can. Toodles, my beautiful poodles. This part of the show is sponsored by the Flow with Joe podcast. And I want you all to go over to Amazon.com 
barnesandnobles.com and purchase my new children's book, Tooth Fairy's Legacy. This is my baby, and I hope your children will enjoy this book as well. It's for three to five-year-old children. And if older children are beginning to read, they will probably enjoy the book as well. But in this book, it teaches you to listen to your child, see your child in there and how they're acting and to validate their feelings. We oftentimes as parents will want our children to chase a dream that we want for them. But our children may have other things in mind. Are you going to support that and listen and validate? Or are you going to continue to push them in a direction that you want them to go? Right. So go ahead, head on over to Amazon.com, BarnesandNoble.com and get Tooth Fairy's Legacy. This is the beginning of a series. So for me to publish the next book, I need these books sold out so I can publish the next one. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> and please share Flow With Joe podcast with a friend. Boys and girls, thank you for watching my mom's channel. Don't forget to like and subscribe and hit that bell. And I'll see you later. A Monday, always a Monday.